Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you are tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I wanted to capitulate or bring a conclusion to the conversation about the resurrection of Jesus and the account of Mary, Peter, and John. And what I find happened here at the very end, after Mary has went through her whole ordeal and she hasn't got it, she has seen the stone removed, she has seen and heard what happened with Peter and John when they went in and seen the linen cloth folded in its place and they went home and they believed and they're good she most likely heard their testimony then she herself stoops down and when she stoops down she sees two angels one on each side creating this picture of the Ark of the Covenant in the place of resurrection life and she still doesn't get it and then she turns around and she sees Jesus and she supposes him to be the gardener And she's still asking the question of where is the body of Jesus because she still hasn't had that spiritual darkness removed. And the spiritual darkness is only removed when Jesus finally says her name. When he says Mary, then the spiritual darkness is finally removed. Now, what's so amazing about this, and I I shared this when I preached this message on Sunday, is that this is a wonderful monumental encounter between an individual and God himself. I don't know if you've ever had this happen, you know, where you've heard it audibly or if you heard it in your spirit, but when God calls you, this is a representation, not just you hearing a big booming voice of God saying your name, but this is a representation of God calling you out of darkness and into his marvelous light, a fulfillment of that, you know, first Peter chapter two, where it says, you know, he called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. You know, this is this beautiful picture of God calling us to himself. And he says her name. And it, it literally the language is she turned. Now, I don't know how she turned, what way she was facing, what happened, if she did a 360 rejoicing somersault spin or what. But it says that she turned. And that language could almost be, you know, indicative of a level of repentance, that that there's a changing of perspective, that there's a transition or transformation in life by her hearing his name. And immediately she surrenders all. She gives it all and she says, Rabbi, Rabboni, meaning master. And she just pours it out. Now, what I want to share with you, and this is a little bit of a personal account into this, is the past, this past week I had a day where I really was just in a funk. I don't know if you ever had those days where you're just in a bad mood and everything rubs you the wrong way and you're just not very nice and you don't feel very good. I had one of those days. And I was in this funk and I went home or went to the church office. I was going to prepare, you know, and put some stuff together to prepare for Sunday and get ready to preach. And I really just wasn't in the mood to do any of it. But I kept hearing this phrase over and over in my mind. I I don't know if I've shared this, but I really enjoy memorizing scripture. It's something God's put on my heart recently to do. And I enjoy memorizing scripture. And one verse just kept coming to my mind and just smacking me between the face. And it's from Ephesians chapter 1 and it starts off and it says you know Paul an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which is Ephesus and the faithful in Christ Jesus grace be to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places according he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ unto himself that we should be to the praise 
of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. Now that phrase, that last phrase, accepted in the beloved, it was just on repeat. And the reason I shared that whole section is because that whole passage was on repeat in my mind. And it's talking about God has done this. God has done this. God has done it. He's predestined. He's chosen. He's planned. He's made that we should be accepted in the beloved. And I looked it up, and that phrase, every other translation translates it different. It talks about an overwhelming showing of favor. And I looked up the language, and that's what it means. However, that specific phrase is only used one other time in the Greek New Testament, and that's in the beginning of Luke, where Gabriel identifies Mary as being a favored one. And what I began to realize is that what God is communicating through the Apostle Paul in this chapter and even in his conversation with Mary and to me this past week is that there is an outpouring of favor and grace that is so monumental, that is so good, that is so big, that it literally transforms the entirety of our identity. That's what it means when he calls us out of darkness into his marvelous light. This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor C.A. God bless and have a great day.